All right, so welcome to another edition of the Coffee Cast with Cation. My Cation with Peter Polanski today. Uh, Coffee Cast is sponsored by New Balance. We appreciate their support. Uh, I am, I'm wearing my nice New Balance gear today, and, and we appreciate that very much. And you can support us and buy our coffee by going to patreon.com slash Tennis. And Peter, uh, I have been trying to get you on this podcast for a very long time, uh, mostly because I know your infatuation with coffee as well. Uh, you have a problem. <laughs> Um, you're a two-a-day guy yeah. as well. Um, how much do you think you've spent at Starbucks? We are at Starbucks, by the way, because you know we, we don't go. I, I, I had a conversation with you, Cary, North Carolina. I remember it very clearly, and you said it's a Starbucks thing because you get the same thing every yeah. time. You you know what you want. How much money do you think you've spent at Starbucks over well, the last couple of years? I don't know. I could probably go back and look at my receipts, but I'll probably not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be kind of depressing. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't really get into coffee until probably 2013. Okay. I never really drank coffee before. And then 2013, I just started. And it's not really even like I do like the, the caffeine. Yeah. It gets me going a little bit, but it's more it's like I don't know it's just part of my routine now it's yeah. like I can't get away from it yes so you have much yes. like me an espresso machine at home yes uh, and that's a dangerous thing because mm -hmm. now I, I know for me I started doing the mid-afternoon coffee yeah and then now when I'm when I'm on the road it's just like god if I don't have something at 2 or 3 in the afternoon yeah for sure so I'll, I'll definitely do one in the morning um, used to do when I first started drinking coffee was yeah. just have only the afternoon one yeah. and now it's like I need one in the morning to get going <laughs> need one in the afternoon occasionally I have one before bed but like, how can you do that yeah I, sometimes I can sometimes I can't sometimes it keeps me wired but then uh, when I was like sometimes when I'm in Europe or if I'm just with friends like just go for a late night coffee and it actually I don't know somehow puts me to sleep occasionally it's a crash? You think? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly sure of the science behind that one, but it, uh, that's just how it works right now. <laughs> yeah, because so, so, yeah, the last couple of weeks we've been trying to get you on, uh, most importantly, because I want to talk about uh, arcane pets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I know you, it was Little Avenger was, was app number one for you, right? Mm -hmm. How did this start for you? Uh, in terms of like finding an app, find, you know, getting this desire to become a designer, a computer yeah. guy, like where did this come from? Well, um, I knew a little bit of programming when I was 16 years old. Okay. And I just, uh, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know what kind of software to make or yeah. like, I was 16, I didn't really, I figure that everything that was made was, or that needed to be made was already made. <laughs> So I didn't really know where to take my programming and how to progress. And then in 2014, I had some extra time. I thought, okay, maybe I'll get back into programming. And I was thinking what I could do. I was like, okay, maybe I'll try making like an iPhone game. So I, I downloaded a bunch of uh, these courses online from Udemy or Udemy.com. Okay. And they always have these specials. So I'd do like a Thanksgiving special where all the courses are like five or 10 bucks. Okay. I would buy like 10 of them for like 50, 100 bucks, have 10 courses, like hours and hours of content to learn from. And I just had all these videos saved on my computer and when I was on the plane, I would just open it up and program along the, the video and just okay. do whatever they're telling me to do. So I kinda, I learned, that's the way I learned. Um, and also, I use Google a lot. So if there's something I need to do, you try to, you try to break it down what you're trying to do and you write it in Google and something will pop up because it's, okay. it's been done before. Um, 
So that's how I learned, but uh, it, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to get into the gaming part. It was just, yeah. uh, I think that was the easiest way to actually do something that I might want to do. Like, just make like a small app or a game. No one really starts that I want to make software, like the first thing. It's tough to really to, to get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I started with Little Avenger. Uh, that was 2015, so three years ago I released it. I started in 2014, that took about a year because I was learning a lot along the way. Yeah. And after I released that, I actually worked on uh, two more games that I didn't release. Okay. But uh, one was, one, the concept is still there. I might work on it after this one. Yeah. Um, after this one is like the, the, the chaos has kind of gone down <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, but um, to get into this pet game, Arcane Pets, I wanted to make something that was uh, kind of like online, yeah. not real-time multiplayer, but something that you could log in online and uh, compete with like the other people in the game and have like a ranking system and level up your pet, but still be like and still be interactive with other users. Because I'm not like I absolutely hate single-player games. Really. I can't play a single, like, I, I cannot play a single player game. There's just no competitiveness. Okay. Um, so I wanted to make something like that, and the idea that I thought of was, okay, why don't I make something like a virtual pet site game that was, those games were really popular back in, like, I don't even know, like 2008. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, maybe I'll make something like that, where it connects to a web server, and it connects to a database, and there's no, like... Um, it's not real time, so it's like not the data is being transferred constantly through the website and connecting. Yeah. It's more like that. It gets posted to the web server. It stays in the database. It gets pulled when it needs to. It gets updated. So, um, yeah, I had to learn all that on my own too. It's um, so I downloaded it mm -hmm. as I told you last week. Um, I, I tried to start playing it while broadcasting. Okay. That was yeah. a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was actually during one of your doubles matches last okay. week, and I'm, I'm I, sitting that's, there. That's fine as <laughs> <laughs> you did well last week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm like trying to learn it. It's it's complex. It is complex. So then I find myself thinking, holy hell, Peter Polanski! Mm -hmm. Like, how do you have? Like the basics, how do you have time to do this? And now, with people downloading it and getting yeah. it, like, that's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. How are you able to do that with, I know the work ethic you have on the court as yeah. well. It was definitely something, I didn't realize it was gonna be this much, um, I don't wanna say work, but um, like a lot of just maintenance and always keeping track of it and always knowing what's going on and, uh, like it took a long time to develop. It took about uh, 21 months total from, yeah. from zero to release. It was 21 months. And I think like it was definitely something that I kind of bit into more than I could chew. Yeah. Um, but it was a slow development. I just stayed with the process of, of keep doing like a couple hours a day, sacrificed a little bit of my social life for sure, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed making it. Um, and I've actually got like the features in the game. The, what's released right now is probably like 25% of like the actual features that I've got ready and, and waiting for the okay. game as the game develops. So there's uh, like, first of all, there's like a story behind the game. There's right. like an intro. There's a three, uh, a three slide of, uh, three slides of comic. When you first right. download the game, there's three slides, you read the comic and there's like a, that's like the intro right. to the story. 
Um, so I've got actually four more chapters, um, just w like kind of waiting to get the users up. And once I have enough, the right amount of users, I'll start moving forward with the chapters and the story. And as the chapters go um, move forward, there's different villains that get unlocked, and you can start battling them. Because right now, there's only three people you can fight. Okay. Which is fine because not everyone has a strong enough pet to do all that battling. Yeah. So as the story goes along, there's different villains you can battle. Um, there's puzzles that like kind of go with the story. So if you solve the puzzle within a certain amount of time after it's released, you'll get like these bonus story points. Okay. And at the end of each chapter, whoever has the most of these like story points will receive. That basically means they participate in all parts of the story, the battling, the puzzles. Yeah. And they've been um, pretty into it. So they've completed it like at one of the first puzzles or something like that. So. At the end of the chapter, whoever has the most story points will um, receive like cool items, like limited items that are only released for this one story. So whoever, let's say, has the highest ranking will receive one item, and there's only one of these items okay. to ever exist. So people will compete for to, to do all of that, and um, I've got like one-player tournaments, so I've got different challengers that'll be, be released maybe just for a weekend. Okay. And whoever has the most wins on these challengers, um, on these villains, they'll receive prizes as well. Um, and how the battling works is, so the, the opponents, they start with a really low uh, HP, like the uh, yeah. health points. Yeah. And every time you beat them, their HP goes up by 10% from their starting HP. So let's say if one of the villains starts at 10 HP. You beat it once, it's at 11. Then it goes yeah. to 12, 13. So um, in the beginning, it's easy to, to defeat them. And then as it as you get to like defeating them 100 times, it gets a lot tougher. Yeah. And that's where like the strategy comes in. And you need to have like good battle equipment and, and cool items. And uh, so there's just so many different factors in the yeah. game. And like I can't believe I put this whole thing together, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, like, that's what I, I, I see your passion, like, you're smiling as yeah. you're telling me this, and, like, I don't often see you smile, like, yeah. you know, like, you're a pretty serious, intense guy, and I, I wonder what's, what's, the, what's the important part of this for you? Is it, is it the process yeah. of getting there, that, that whole process, or is it the, um, the revenue that might come out of it, those yeah. type of things? What's most important to you? It's actually, um, I wasn't thinking about the revenue at all when I made this. It was more because like when I was younger, like this when I'm 13, 14 years old, I played some of these pet side games and I played it like because the, the term pet side game is a little bit cheesy. Yeah. Um, but I played these pet side games not actually in terms of like uh, like for the pets, but it was more for like the battling and like yeah. the c collecting and building your account kind of like let's say status because yeah. you have all these cool items, these cool trophies. So I, I played them and just to try to be the best like kind of battler like and I just thought okay like I, I really like that back in the day it's something that I haven't played in you know 15 20 years right so I thought okay why don't I try making something like this of my own yeah and uh, I made it more for myself because I, I thought it was a cool concept so I, I basically pulled all these ideas from like my childhood and tried to put them together in a game and something that I would enjoy playing yeah and I knew there was still a little bit of a community behind it because uh, there's these different forums for different pet site games, and yeah. they, like they do still exist. It's not as popular as it used to be. Like one of the most popular games, for example, back then, like maybe 15, 20 years ago, was called Neo Pets. I remember. Yeah. And that game had like millions and millions of users, and there were like 
dozens of different forums that you could connect with different users on. And now, like, it's gone down quite a bit. I don't even know if, like, a lot of people still play Neopets. Yeah. But they, there are a couple forums that still exist where people talk about it. Yeah. So I just went to these forums, something like Reddit or, or various other forums, and I was like, hey, I might be making, like, a mobile version of, like, a pet site game. Instead of being uh, web browser based, it's going to be yeah. for iPhone. Um, is anyone interested in this kind of thing? And uh, like, I actually got some pretty good feedback. Like, I got a lot of responses saying, like, not a lot, but like maybe 30, 40 responses of yeah. people saying, like, yeah, this is a cool idea. I'd be down to try it out at least. So I was like, okay, like, I've got some people that if I make it, like, I know I can get a few people to download in. Right. Um, so I started making these posts on Reddit about a year ago. Um, just because I knew it would take time to build up users and like technically on Reddit you're not supposed to promote anything right. or advertise anything so I was trying to do it in a, I wasn't doing it to promote the game I was doing it because these people were genuinely interested in in this game that I was making yeah so I would I made a post about once every three months um, and uh, that was okay like the moderators didn't say anything yeah so I, I, I guess I ended up making too many posts like closer to the release date and the moderators banned me from posting there. <laughs> Which is so funny. But some of these moderators, like, it's kind of like their claim to fame. They're the moderator of yeah, this right. like, big yes. thread. Yes. <laughs> so they're all a little bit edgy. Um, <laughs> which I don't really care. It's just funny that like they banned me. I've been, I was really polite through everything and like they yeah. still couldn't care less. They don't like know who I am, not to say that I have a status or anything, but they don't like a lot of the people I mean, in the game, they don't know anything about me, which I kind of yeah. want to keep it like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm banned from just that one Reddit thread. I can still browse <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> but that one thread no longer exists to me. Um, but I did, I was able to accumulate a good amount of emails before my release. Yeah. Probably around, I had a, on the game's webpage before the release, I had something like 50 emails signed up, which isn't a lot, but then I had a lot, I had about um, 100 emails on the side um, from Reddit. So okay. in total, I had 150 emails lined up, ready to go for the game launch. Yeah. And I would say, um, yeah, I had about 50 of them sign up the first day of release. And the game hasn't, like, hasn't blown up, but it's definitely something that the guys who are interested in playing it, like they're online, like 12 hours a day I'm right. like I can't believe it like I, that some people are on the game like 12 hours a day because there's this one aspect of the game yeah um, so in the game is focused around the story and battling right but there's this one feature or one aspect of the game <clears throat> it's called restocking yes I was yes, getting. I, I was, saw you had a little encounter with. It was on my Apple Watch. All of a sudden, I'm being told like it, things have been restocking, and I didn't quite understand that. Yeah. yeah. So this was pretty popular back in like 2005 or whatever. <laughs> and so how this restocking works is, I made my own version of like a the countdown timer. That was like kind of my uh, modification to that. So I made a timer that since it's a mobile game, like nobody wants to be on game 24 7 right. a lot of it is notifications and right. playing the game here and there like updating stuff like even you know things like uh 
like other popular games like Clash of Clans or Game of War. Like you can be on it all day if you want, but also if you want to just go on to collect your your points or whatever you right. can, and you can come back to it later and spend time whenever you want. But you don't always need to be on right. it. So I wanted to make a game in that sense where people could update their account. They, their account could grow with uh, their account could grow with minimal time online. Yeah. Um, so I created this restocking with a countdown timer, and uh, so how it works is the timer will count down at the top of the app, there's a, a little timer and bar, and it, when it gets to zero, there's a chance at this one shop, right now there's only one shop because there's not enough users to have like three or four shops. Yeah. So when the timer gets to zero, there's um, a good chance, not always, but there's a good chance it'll restock on that minute, and if it doesn't, then you just wait another minute. Yeah. So. In the well, and during that minute, let's say it doesn't restock, then people will go still go and check the forum. They'll make some posts. It'll keep them on the app for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, whereas instead of if it always restocked at that minute, like people would just log on for the restock and then leave. But this way, it gives the, them time to interact with the app and other users and check the forum. And they've actually like the users in the game have kind of coined this term called like, like it's, they call it like the pen. <laughs> So when the restock, like when it doesn't restock on that minute, they call it like the pen. <laughs> and uh, like sometimes it'll pen for like 10 minutes. Yeah. It, it drives them crazy. <laughs> it drives them crazy. It doesn't always wait like 10 minutes. It's yeah. normally within the first five minutes. Um, but anyway, so when it, the shop actually does restock, yeah. there will be like maybe eight to 12 items that, that stock. Yeah. Um, and out of those eight to 12, there's probably like four that are of decent value. So whatever users are online, out of like the 50 users that are online, they'll all like 50 guys just going for those four <laughs> items and it's super competitive. Um, it's crazy competitive. Yeah. Like I'm gonna see when the shops will restock next because it might be in like 10 minutes. I think you should uh, just check it out. I'll. In, okay, so in 10 minutes, yeah. Um, and it's the items go crazy fast. Yeah. And there, I've got actually probably six players that are really, really good at it. Yeah. Um, so how it works is you'll see the item, you'll tap on it. Yeah. It'll take you to like a haggle page. So let's say the item is in the shop for maybe 14,322 points. Okay, that's a totally um, random number. Yeah, totally random number. Okay. Um, you don't have to enter the exact number. So when you go to the haggle page, yeah. It's, everything is based on speed. So you want to tap the item, go to the page ASAP, and instead of typing 14322, you could type in like 14444, because it's just it's faster to stay on that one key and like just try to yeah, tap yeah, it yeah. three times rather than switching keys. Um, so you, you really want to just go for speed. And um, there's also like uh, a little CAPTCHA that you need to solve. Yes. So beside the little number keypad, there's a little image, and um, it'll be like a bakery background, yeah, um, like a, a cartoon bakery. And then they'll have like maybe three or four food items. And so I created this myself as well. I had to like think of how I was going to implement it. And so in the bakery, there's like it's always random. So there will be like an ice cream, a basket, a piece of bread, a cake. Yeah. And then it'll tell you to choose one item. It'll be like tap the basket to confirm or something like that. So they have to type in the number and then they need to look at the picture, process it within like milliseconds. Yeah. And um, tap the, the item that's required to be tapped and get the item. 
like I'm yeah. astounded <laughs> by this. Like, I, I, I'm I'm really trying to grasp how you how you do do this. Like, yeah. while also playing some of the best tennis of your career. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it is it helping you in terms of just like it's giving you some structure away from the courts? I think it helps me a little bit in that sense. Yeah, that there is something. Uh, to get my mind off of tennis when I'm away from the courts, but it's also something that's helping me develop as a person. Yeah. But the one thing that I can take away from this, the biggest thing by far is, I've just learned that, um, like, you know, people want to go out on the practice court and they want to work on things for a couple of days or a week and they expect to have it down like perfectly. And yeah. what I've learned from this app is that to make something good and to actually continue to, to go from nothing to something and make it not not perfect it but make it something where it's good it's like very similar to your career or my career with tennis like it takes a lot a lot of work yeah and you have to be so patient and you can't just put in I can't just put in 10 hours a day for one day on the app and expect to get a lot accomplished like if I put in three hours a day over two weeks then I can start to see like things slowly being put together like okay Compared to two weeks ago, I've got, yeah. I've progressed a lot over two weeks. But if I did just ten hours of in one day, I could be like, okay, well, I don't really see much. Why? Why am I not seeing results? I just put in ten hours, kind of yeah. thing. So what I've learned is that everything in life really is, or that's like important, or that requires a lot of work, does take a lot of time, and it's patience, and you just gotta keep moving forward. Just keep me moving forward. Um. Along those lines, shifting gears a little bit, you know, you're, you're a little bit older now. Yeah. Uh, you know, Philip Bester, uh, I know he's playing in a tournament in California this week. Oh, is he? he is he? Yes. Uh, the Ojai, I believe it's called. Oh, oh is oh. it? Uh, the, it's just it's a money, money tournament. Yeah, okay, the money tournament. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's not like a... Yeah, he's played that one. I think he's cleaned that one up a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's it like now for you as you're, you're able to give a little bit more perspective seeing some of those guys that you came up with that yeah. have moved on in their careers you've obviously got something that's also a passion for you How, mm -hmm. what's it like seeing some of these younger kids and being one of the, the veterans at this yeah. stage of your, your life I mean uh, I really I wish I could go back I mean I'm sure everyone says this I wish I could go back to like my 23 or 24 year old self with yeah. like the knowledge and just the experience that I have now yeah um, it uh I think now I realize okay there's maybe like three or four years left to be playing good singles yeah um, whereas when you're younger you not take things for granted you just don't you don't see the time that's mm -hmm. ticking and it is ticking it's ticking very fast yeah um, yeah so I wish I could go back a little bit to my younger self um, but seeing some of these these kids coming up you know even guys like uh, like Kozlov and you know, Tommy Paul, TFO, all those young guys coming up, like, they've got ridiculous amounts of time ahead of them. Yeah. Um, and they're already, they've already, like, cracked, like, you know, 140-ish around that area. So, they'll, they'll, all those guys, I think, will, they'll all break top 100. I mean, like, TFO and, you know, they're already won a tour event and, you know, guys like that. Some of them are already there, but, yeah. you know, the Michael Moe, um, like, Kozlov, Tommy Paul, like, they've kind of... I don't want to say lag behind because they're still ranked really high. They're still, they're almost there. They're at like, you know, between 140, 180. 
but I mean, all those guys are going to get there. They are the next gen. They'll they'll get up to. I can see them all being like top 80, top 60. And they're only 20. They're only 20. Yeah. I mean, only 20. They're so mature. I mean, when I was 20, I was still I was ranked for kind of where they are, maybe a little bit lower. Yeah. I did break top 200 until I was I think around 20, 21. Um, but. Uh, like I, I know they just got a lot more confidence in themselves than when I was 20. Yeah. Like I think that's just the way it was back then. No one had that confidence when they were 20 unless you were Rafa. Yeah. And uh, like all these guys are so strong, they're so confident in themselves. So um, you know, I, I see these guys and I'm like, damn, like this generation's completely different from my generation. Yeah. Like completely different. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but I think that's just the way things are turning. Like. Kids are maturing a lot younger. Yes. Um, like even some, you know, young kids, like 12, not even in tennis, but like 12, 13, 14, like some of these YouTubers, you're like, how are these kids so, yes. like, fairly well-spoken for themselves? I mean... It's a tricky thing, Peter, because I think there's... It's a very fine line that maybe, uh, so, uh, as you get older, you can have that fine line between maturity and arrogance. Yeah. If, you know, confidence and arrogance. Yeah. And when you're 12, you don't quite understand no. that. I think I lived in a shell when I was 12. <laughs> I didn't speak to anyone. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a weird. It's a weird time to be growing up as a parent myself. Like yeah. I'm, I'm nervous about that for my daughter, who's not even four yet. Mm -hmm. um, that there, there's this level of, I don't know, self-importance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that the next generation. I'm not talking in tennis. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, these yeah. kids coming up like. I wouldn't say they're necessarily like smarter because they're things that are like eating the Tide Pods and like right. all this. <laughs> these challenges are just like kind of kind of crazy, but yeah. they're definitely um, just a lot more like they don't really care about yeah. anything, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Um, I have to get to work here mm -hmm. shortly, uh, but this is something I've, I've before we go. I have never, in the five years I've been doing this, I've never talked to you about the sleepwalking thing. Yeah. And I don't want to rehash it because I know it was a very mm. difficult thing for you. Yeah. My question is more, how, how, when you're on the road, you've done this for so many years, what's, what's your sleeping pattern like? Yeah. How do you adjust going place to place? Because I have my own sleeping issues yeah. uh, as it is. How do you adjust from place to place when you're in a new location every week? Um, and how, how have you adapted over the years? Yeah, well, I actually, um, when I'm traveling like pretty far distances, I mm. actually really like that. I like the jet lag because, you know, I go to bed at like 9 p.m. Yeah. Um, whereas like typically when I do get back into my habits and my routine, I'm more of like an 11 p.m. midnighter. Yeah. Just like I have trouble falling asleep before 11 p.m. It's nearly yeah. Um, so I do really enjoy going to bed at like 9 p.m. Yeah. When I'm super jet lagged. Even though you're waking up early, like I do like starting my day early and yeah. just getting your coffee. Yeah, getting your coffee. <laughs> and if you're doing morning practices at like 8 a.m. because yeah. you're jet lagged, then you're like, okay, I've already had a practice, had breakfast, and it's like 10 a.m. You know, you've already got a lot done. Yeah. So I do enjoy getting that routine. I just struggle maintaining it when I'm not jet lagged. Yeah. The only time I really struggle with my sleep is when I go from uh, LA time back to East Coast. It's the, like, I can't do that. Yeah. Because I start going to bed even later, just with the time change. Right. Going there is fine because you, you go to bed a little earlier. Yeah. 
Um, but coming back, I've always struggled the last three, four years. I know when I come back from uh, Indian Wells to either Drummondville or back to Florida where I train, it's yeah. like, it's a nightmare because I'm going to bed like 2, 3 a.m. Yep. And then I, I'm, I don't like sleeping in late. Like I'm normally up by eight or nine. And uh, yeah, that's the only one I struggle with. Otherwise, going to Europe is like my favorite thing. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Uh, I have to get to work. I could sit and talk to you uh, for quite a long time. And it's funny because, you know, you and I have interacted in small yeah. ways for like five years. Yeah. I, I, like, I feel like I have That's no true. idea who you are. Uh, you've always been this mystery. You have this really unique, and I mean this in a good way, Twitter personality. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a while, you would only just retweet what a carrot says yeah, and, and stuff like that. And I... I, I've always find, found you this mysterious character, and yeah. it's nice to actually get to chat with you for a little bit. That's actually a little bit what, like, you know, now that I've released the game and people can see that I've been working on something, a lot yeah. of people are just like, wow, I didn't know, like, because yeah. not, not a lot of people really know a whole lot about me. Yeah. Um, so it's funny that a lot of, like, people are coming out and saying that about me. Like, people that I've, I've you know, stayed at housing with, or yeah. whatever, they've known me for a while, but not really known me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, as for, for Twitter, I feel like I just see too many people that are just so politically correct, trying to like please everybody on social media and not to say that I'm trying to go against that, but like yeah. if I see something that's super funny and I'm like, I can't stop laughing. Okay. But it's like maybe a little bit like, I don't know if it's just dirty or whatever, like yeah. It maybe it has a swear word in there, like, oh, big deal. Like, you know, if it's something that I find is super funny and, yeah. like, I kind of want to share with people. So I try to just almost be myself on there. And if I find something funny, I'm going to probably retweet it and post it there. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people are just so afraid because, like, there's just so much criticism out there for yep. social media and, like, these keyboard warriors who just are, like, literally online waiting for someone to post something like that. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Peter, thank you. Yeah, I really you. do appreciate it, and uh, good luck the rest of the way this week. And Thanks. I know you're in doubles again. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not not your thing, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, keeps me sharp. I yeah, mean, I don't like losing to the same guy twice um, in the same week, but right. it's okay. He's playing well. Um, tough match yesterday, but yeah. uh, you know, I'll stay sharp with doubles. And Arcane Pets, it's available on the App Store. Yeah, if you uh, come across it, download it, even if you don't want to play it. Maybe leave a five-star review. That really helps uh, with the with the ranking. So yeah, and you can also leave a review. And this is a nice transition, right? A, a review for our podcast, the Cation yes. Cast. Uh, five stars helps us get discovered <laughs> as well. Uh, again, thank you to New Balance for being our sponsor. A new sponsor coming next week. Uh, and don't forget, you can help buy our coffee by going to Patreon.com/slash Mike C Tennis. We'll talk to you next week.